This is Shuffle, your backstage pass to Northeast Ohio's independent music scene. I'm Amanda Rabinowitz. The holiday season in Cleveland brings together a super group of musicians who perform original Christmas music. I checked them out this past week, and it was such a fun show. This year, their holiday cheer is reaching overseas. On this week's Shuffle, I caught up with the Ohio City Singers. It's so great to have you here talking about Ohio City singers. I'm so excited. Oh, it's uh, awesome to be here, and it's awesome to be talking about the Ohio City singers again, because that means it's Christmas time. I was going to say, the most wonderful time of the year. It is for us, you know. (laughs) So tell me about Ohio City singers for people who may not be familiar. Catch us up. I'm going to do a real quick synopsis. So in the early 2000s, my sister Molly and I, decided we wanted to do a Christmas present for our, for our family. And I was going to write some Christmas songs. She's going to do a cover. So me and Doug McKean, who I was playing with at the time in the Boys from County Hell, we wrote a bunch of songs. We had a big Christmas party in Ohio City, thus the name the Ohio City Singers. Okay. We recorded the party, and it was just a huge hit with our family and friends. So we decided, let's do it again. And we did that for several years until 2008, decided let's release a real record and that's called love and hope that was our first album it's a nine-piece band you know the point of it was to do all original christmas music you know we just call from songs from all our memories growing up you know a lot of the things are about christmas parties and you know all the fun things that go along with christmas it really caught on with obviously with families and with kids i mean we thought it was just a big adult christmas party that we were (laughs) writing for yeah but um, the shows immediately drew families and drew people of all ages. The Christmas party that we had in Ohio City, we now have at venues such as the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which is, you know, mind-blowing to us. Christmas always been something incredibly special to you, or did this just happen to be at a Christmas party and it just happened? No, it's always been a really um, big tradition with my family. You know, those, you know, what some of the things that growing up, you know, I just growing up in Cleveland, I just remembered it always snowing, and you know, my my mom uh, and her grandparents had started this tradition of this elf named Ralph that would come and visit us mm-hmm. and leave us things like candy canes or little notes on these, you know, and she'd be like, oh, and she'd kind of stage it that he had just showed up. So the whole month of December, this elf, you know, he would come and visit us and we ended up writing a song called The Town Called Christmas about it. The town called Christmas, it was a Christmas town. Saw me in the woods being led by an elf. He came up to me and said, my name is Ralph. I've never seen you in Christmas town. You must be new. Let me show you around. 
So growing up, we, you know, we always had Christmas Eve, we'd come home from mass and we would have this huge Christmas party. Mm-hmm. And growing up, that's, you know, a lot of what we write about is kind of that feeling of having that party and having all the sorts of people around. You know, one of the reasons that we had done the album as a present, my dad had always said, you know, Chris, you should write a Christmas song and make it very Cleveland-centric. He said, Clevelanders love the holidays. And, yes. you know, um, and for years as a songwriter, I'm like, I, I don't think, I know if I can do that. Christmas songs are, are one, to approach it at first is really kind of difficult. And so eventually what I ended up doing with Doug McKean is I put the guitar down and we picked, sat by the piano and came up with some song ideas and wrote things on the piano and brought a different perspective. And once the floodgates were open, you know, four albums later, um, now it becomes maybe a little more difficult to write Christmas songs because what do you write, you know, what do you write about next? You know, that's really interesting to me because it's true. How do you write a Christmas song when we have all these traditional songs that we've all attached to? I want to hear the same ones every year. I have like my Christmas playlist. What's your your favorite? Do you have a... It's all the traditional songs. The Nat King Cole. Yeah. The Nat King Cole was huge in my house growing up. Like that was, I mean, you know, that that man's voice um, is something so special. Yeah. Um, And so it's, it's hard to think... Well, I would like to hear something new. So that is a challenge. Well, yeah, and I think um, there's probably some, you know, nervousness with people when they think about a new Christmas song. Like, is it going to be like (laughs) Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer kind of thing? (laughs) Our first album is called Love and Hope for a Reason. And the songs always had to have something positive about them. That was always a rule. Like, we weren't going to write. And, you know, maybe we have touched on a Blue Christmas kind of theme once in a while. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we kind of, uh, everything wanted, it had to be positive and, and, and with a lot of, mostly with a lot of energy. I mean, our, our songs really sometimes tend to fall into two camps. There's, there's the party songs. Yes. You know, we always call those, like, we've got the Ohio City Singers fight song. and. <laughs> You know, the holiday hop and things that are kind of fun and meant to, you know, engage the audience. Because the songs originally, when they were written, the, the members of the party were given backup vocal parts to do. So the first album is, you know, we recorded the album and then we did throw a, a Christmas party at the Happy Dog and had our family and friends do a lot of the backup vocals. So those are specific kind of songs. But we also have... Um, you know, a whole slew of songs that are more the, the sentimental hmm. songs about the snow, like Snowflake. The snowflake flies across the diamond-filled sky The snowflake flies and lands and for a moment it lies 
different songs like that that are, you know, meant to be kind of pull at the heartstrings of Christmas. I do want to mention the band members because you mentioned this is a nine-piece band. And these are some of the really popular musicians and songwriters in our area. So I do want you to mention mention the band. I'm going to do my best. Well, you know, <laughs> in the early days, I used to do a thing kind of like Springsteen where he would introduce the whole band. <laughs> right. And it was super fun. But with nine people, and we're often on cramped stages, sometimes right. someone would be like, you forgot about the drummer. I'm like, <laughs> oh, God. And I would feel horrible after the show, you know, like. So Brent Kirby, um, great local songwriter, mm-hmm. um, is on the drums. Dave Padrett is on the bass. He's a relatively newer member. Um, great. Uh, he does all the music for the Care Bears. Doug McKean, he has kind of switched from guitar to piano, banjo, whatever we need, vocals, but he's been kind of my one of my right-hand man in terms of writing all the tunes. Um, Austin Walken Kane, known from the, uh, known as Candy Kane Sharingat, Sharingat <laughs> in our circles. <laughs> Kelly Wright on the vocals, kind of the well, heart and soul of the band. Matt Sobel, from the band The Waynes, he plays guitar. We've got Meredith Pangrace, plays the accordion and also sings. And we've got Don Dixon, you know, he's a legendary producer, was slated to produce the first record and we wrote a song for him. I think to coax him to being into the band and uh, <laughs> he's been in the band, he plays glockenspiel and I think I got everyone. It's, it's incredible to have nine people up on the stage like that. And it's true, it, it becomes a big party. It's crazy. A lot of, you know, bands are, are, are difficult just because you've got to learn your parts. But with this band, you've got to figure out who's <laughs> singing the next song, <laughs> not tripping over somebody's guitar. Yeah. And the group has released four albums? Four. I think there's about 60 songs. Now, does this mean you're thinking about Christmas music all year long? Well, <laughs> um, usually with the writing cycle with this, Doug and Austin and me, we will... Try to get started when there's still snow on the ground in January. So you can still capture that mood. Yes. But then, you know, the summertime, we have recorded, I think, two of the albums over the summer. So, yeah, a lot of times it's a year-round a year round thing. I know it was really tough during the pandemic in 2020 when you had all of those show, your traditional shows scheduled and everything got canceled. That was pretty tough, I, I imagine. Yeah, it was... Um, we had a big, big show planned at the Rock Hall. We were going to do a big festival outside. And, you know, every, every, you got used to everything getting canceled that year. But I remember that Saturday that it was supposed to happen, driving around thinking, like, I was so sad. I was like, I should be at the show right now with my friends. In light of that, you know, during that pandemic year, uh, many of the members of the band still got together and played in Kelly's garage mm. um, called The Little Dog. <laughs> and we had a lot, you know, we bonded a lot. We we played a lot of music. We wrote a lot of music. We kept the spirit of the band alive. It's really exciting because the band does have some news that's happened here this year. And that 2008 debut album, Love and Hope, is getting a re-release. It is. Um, Austin had um, gotten the opportunity to get signed by a um, a label out of Germany. And it's called Hoboville. Um, this is a new label under a bigger umbrella. In Germany, they love Christmas music. And they heard the album. And even some of the guys in the office said, you know, I don't normally like Christmas music, but <laughs> this is something I could listen to all the time. And, you know, as songwriters, we were looking to write things that didn't have to be so uber 
Christmas. You know, we're rock and roll writers, so we're going to write some things that are mm-hmm. maybe more accessible outside of the Grinches of the world. <laughs> but Love and Hope got released all over Europe this past uh, November 4th, I think it was, the um, and the United States. That's so exciting. Yeah, super excited. So does this mean the band is going to Germany for a I'm, big show? I'm knocking on some wood. <laughs> I was telling the band, even if, like, it was just one town, yeah. one little town that loved the heck out of it. We'd be like, we'll go there every year. That's the that's be the goal would be to get over there for um. It would have you know obviously have to be next year. And the hopes with the label is that they're gonna release one of the albums every year. Because I had originally thought about doing a greatest hits, but then they thought you know in love and hope for us as an album is something that you know we play most of that album every time we play out. So it made sense to get that thing in its entirety, its proper due, I guess. It's just so exciting that this is a Cleveland-based band, and now these songs are going worldwide. I know. It's uh, it's <laughs> super fun to be part of people's you know traditions around the holidays. is pretty amazing. Yeah, I love two of my favorites from the album, Eggnog, which I'm sure is a, <laughs> is a big crowd pleaser. came to me with the idea of misspelling eggnog <laughs> like everyone does and I'm like well we're Love off to the, we're off to the races with that one so white yeah. cleveland christmas what a great song down the block now we go around the clock faces i haven't seen and god knows when fire up the candle bags and light the tree who will be the last to leave who will be the last to leave nothing but a you mentioned this before, but I just love that the songs, they really do capture the spirit of the holidays, particularly here in Northeast Ohio. And I think that that's what makes this so special. My memories, and you know, they're probably inaccurate, but I just always remember a foot of snow on the yeah. ground and candle bags burning in the yard just big groups of people and and getting together on Christmas Eve at, you know, my, our family's annual party. So, you know, it's almost like when we write them, they've got to, they've got to go over good at a part at a Christmas party or they're Mm -hmm. no good, you know? Yeah. Do you have any favorites from Um, the band? From the first album, um, Real Good Christmas Time is always one that's super fun for me to play. And it's the first, it was the first song that we played at the first party. Okay. And all of a sudden, the place was jumping and people were singing and I was like this is working like if immediately and so every time we play that song I have that feeling that I did then the crowds all here baby gather around tell me about the year a welcome back to town I know you brought some wine and your story
I'd say the other one that that I really I'm really proud of is a town called Christmas, which is the title track off our third album. It talks a lot about this tradition of having an elf named Ralph visit me when I was little, <laughs> and to be able to put that into a song finally, um, Matt gets to play the uh, part of the elf. And, I, um, I was going to say next to his name, it says Elf Sounds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph told me not to worry, said I'd be back again. It was a town, a town, a town called Christmas. It was a Christmas town, a town, a town, a town called Christmas. It was a Christmas town, a town, a town, a town called Christmas. It was a Christmas town. Wake up, little brother, I had the strangest dream. How many cities have a band like this? Not many. No, I mean, I'm pretty, um, when we started doing the, um, you know, booking the shows at regular venues, you know, some of the booking agents would say to me, like, there is nothing like this happening. A lot of people will, will make Christmas albums, you know. Yeah. One of my more recent favorites, Nick Lowe did one. But to his own admission, you know, Quality Street, he was, you know, commissioned by, it was his label's idea. They said, <laughs> right, do a Christmas record, and he did one. But this is specifically, you know, not a band doing a Christmas album. It's a Christmas band. Can you explain what it's like to witness you all play live? <laughs> it's a party, isn't it? Well, I mean, the thing to witness is the audience. Mm. And this, you know, we years ago, uh, my sister had designed some scarves that, you know, they're red and white and red and green and some hats. And I don't know what, what year it was, but we played at the music box. And this was probably about 10 years ago where the crowd came dressed up. Everyone had the scarves and the hats, and people were dressed up like Christmas trees. And we took the stage, and for about two minutes, I couldn't stop laughing because <laughs> it was so awesome. <laughs> when when it really works, the audience and the band become one thing, where we're just interacting together. So it's, mm -hmm. um, but the band, when you come see us play, it's super high energy. Everybody's singing. We've got glockenspiels and you know, saxophones and electric guitars and accordions, and it's a big Christmas house party. So you're celebrating the re-release of the 2008 debut album Love and Hope by a German-based label, Hopoville Records. What about new music? Um, we've got plenty in the tank. We're going to be working on some more. I'm hoping we do a new album next year. Chris, thank you so much. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you. That's Chris Allen of the Ohio City Singers. You can find links and more details at ideastream.org shuffle. And if you like what you hear, tap the follow button, write us a review, share the podcast on social media, and tell other people about it. You can find us on Facebook, search WKSU's Shuffle. And if you have any thoughts or ideas for future episodes, let us know. Shuffle at ideastream.org is where you can write to us. I'm Amanda Rabinowitz. Thanks for listening. Go, go, go. It's time for the show.